Welcome to the Life of an Educator, hosted by Matthew Beal. Hey team, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of the Life of an Educator podcast, hosted by Matthew Dweck. It's great to have you along the journey again today, and wherever you find yourself, I hope that this is an episode that is encouraging and that just teaches you a little bit more about the ins and outs of an educator. Spring is here, and I found myself this morning planting some flowers in my front flower bed and planting some pots for my sidewalk leading up to my door and now I find myself recording an episode titled Spring Fever and this is something that is real in the education world and I think that whether you are a student or a teacher listening uh, you will agree with the fact that spring fever is a real thing and uh, this is something that comes about this time April May June the countdown starts to happen with summer coming and with school coming to an end for another year and the weather is getting nicer and the rooms are getting warmer because for whatever reason the air conditioning always takes a little bit of a while longer than we want to get kicked in the gear and to cool down the schools and I know that for a lot of schools here where I am in Manitoba specifically the older schools they don't even have air conditioning Uh, The first school I worked at did not have air conditioning, and so it was open the window and hope for the best. But uh, so the classrooms are getting warmer, the weather is getting nicer, and it really is tough to stay focused on the goal, stay engaged on the task at hand. You know, it's tempting for students to skip classes. It's tempting for teachers to call the day off and to go out to the cabin or whatever it may be. And this is a real thing. This is a real struggle for both staff and students alike, I believe. And so what are the strategies? How do we get past this spring fever? How do we look out the window and see the sun shining? How do we go outside for lunch and experience the warmth of the weather and the sun falling down on us and still have the drive to go back into the classroom and do our afternoon classes or go back into the classroom and teach the same way we did in the morning when it was a bit cooler and that we were a bit more, maybe not as much aware of the weather outside. So I want to talk about some strategies. I think that, you know, it's tough because especially here in Manitoba, if you're someone who listens from other places around the world. We have four very unique and distinct seasons here in Manitoba. Our winter and summer is very opposite, and the spring and the fall have a very distinct piece to it as well. Uh, Winter is cold and snow. Spring is wet, and you have that weather where it's starting to get warmer, but then you got the strong winds that still make it cold, but The leaves are budding, but it's wet and sloppy because the snow is melting. Summer is very hot and dry. And then the fall, the wind picks up again and you have the the warmth of the wind now because it's still summer wind, but you can tell that winter is coming. So we have four very distinct seasons. And I think 
the excitement of summer that spring brings is very real. I think as students and as teachers alike, we have to recognize where we are at. And we have to recognize that, yes, the end is near. I think it is important to recognize that the end is in sight. You know, as a teacher, as I'm recording this in the month of May, I recognize that June is almost here and that this school year is almost over. And I think it's important that we recognize that there is an end coming. But I think it's also important to recognize that we are not done yet. And I think that that's the, one of the issues that gets us caught in this spring fever is that we get into this mode of we're done, but we're not done. As, as a high school math teacher, we're nowhere near done. I still have two chapters to teach my students and have exam review and have them write an exam. So there's still lots to accomplish. And there's still lots to learn. And what we're learning in the next month is just as important of what we have learned the last two. And But the problem is we're in a different mindset. We're in a different headspace. And so this is a struggle for students and staff alike to present, for teachers to present the material in the same passionate way that they did in February. Uh, and for students to have the same excitement to learn as they did in February as they do now. But yet that's not the case because, you know, now we're not wearing jeans and sweaters. Now we are wearing shorts and t-shirts. Now we're not coming in five minutes early because it's so cold outside. There's nowhere else better to be than the classroom. Now we're coming in right at the bell or a couple minutes late because we wanted to get as much sunshine outside as possible with our friends. And so it really is a struggle. But I think to recognize that the end is near, but not to give in, right? And that's a skill that I think people can learn. I think that it's important that we recognize the end is near, but have the self-control to say, but it's not quite there yet. And I'm going to give my best to what my task is. I'm going to give my best to what I need to do in this moment. And that is for students to be in class. And that is for teachers to teach the best that they can. That is to give it their best in the tasks that they are assigned to. Is that hard? Absolutely. But I think that having that mindset and being aware of the fact that, yes, the end is coming. But we need to stay focused on what is there in front of us, right? It's so tempting to say, oh, I'll do that later. Or, oh, I'll you know get back to that. But in reality, later, it's going to be just as nice. It's going to be just as tempting to go and do other things with your friends or to get outside and sit on the deck or to, you know, grab a glass of iced tea and to read a book out on the lawn. Those temptations aren't going to go away later, right? And so I think that while we have the schedule of from 9 till 3.30 to be in school, to be in class, we should take advantage of that because guess what? From 3.30 until 10 o'clock at night, you have the freedom to do what you desire in the nice weather that we have here in the springtime. And so I think the spring fever is something that's truly uh, important to recognize that it is tough, right? But that we can overcome it. I don't know about countdowns. I know a lot of people love to count down. There are only 30 teaching days left or there are only, you know, 
three weeks left or whatever the countdown is. I actually don't know what the countdown is. I, you know, I know that we're in the month of May and June 30th is my last day of of teaching, but I I don't know about the countdown thing. Again, I'm aware that the end is coming, but when I am counting down every single day and every single week and every single hour, sometimes it can get a little bit slow and the counting seems to drag, especially depending on how early you start counting. <laughs> I know some people start counting in March and uh, well, every day you're counting and it seems to go on forever and ever, right? And uh, and for me being a high school math teacher, the counting actually gets me more stressed out than it does encourage me, I think, because again, with, with teaching high school math, there's there's a lot of material to cover and we don't have many free days or work days where it's just, oh, you guys can just sit and relax and work on, you know, assignments that we've been working on. Uh, every day is a new lesson. Every day is a teaching day or an assessment day. And there's not too many down days where I can say to my students, let's go outside and, you know, pick grass in the field. That's not really an option. And so, I don't know if counting down encourages me because when I hear that there's only, you know, about a month left, I think, oh my goodness, I have this, 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 and all of these outcomes and materials to teach and I'm running out of time. Uh, But I think that that's good too because it keeps us motivated, right? I actually had to remind my classes this week of the fact that we have kind of been falling into the spring fever mode. And I had to be very stern and serious and honest with my students and just say, it's not good enough. We need to continue to care. We need to continue to strive for excellence. We need to continue to set the bar high, even when we are tempted to skip, even when we are tempted to not work as hard because it might be a little bit warmer than we're used to. When, you know, all of our friends are maybe out and about and we're seems to be stuck in class. We need to care about being an educational student. And I know for high school students and for junior high students, and even for elementary school students, you know, that's really hard to hear. The teacher's just saying to them as students, you know, you need to care more and you need to work harder. And for them, some of them take it and some of them think, oh, great, here we go, Mr. Duix, talking away again, giving his classic speech. But I think it's important for the students to realize I wasn't talking about, and I said this to them, I wasn't talking about math specifically. I was talking about as people, right? Every year, I tend to find that this happens where students start off really strong. And again, in the high school, we do the semester system. So they start really strong in February. But then as April and May come, you start to see them slide a little bit in terms of their work ethic and in terms of their uh, care and in terms of their punctuality and in terms of their preparedness and all of these things. And it's no fault to them. It's it's natural with the seasons that we have. But I think that it's important to teach them that this is happening. It's important to make them aware that this is happening. It's important that they recognize that they started off really strong, that I believe that they are capable of a whole lot because it's what they showed me in the beginning of the semester. And so I know that they are capable of of lots. And now that I see them sliding a little bit in terms of their care and work ethic and grades, it's my responsibility to say, hey, 
What happened to what we were doing in February and March? Why are we changing our attitude? Why are we changing our approach? You were really strong. And I want to see you continue to be strong from now until the end of the semester, no matter what the weather is, no matter what's happening out around. I only get to see these students one hour of a day. And so for that hour, I take that hour very seriously. And I want my students to give me their best in the hour that we get to do math together. And don't get me wrong, I understand that not every day is going to be our favorite day. Not every day are we going to be really excited to come to Mr. Duick's math class. But we can have the attitude to come in with, I'm going to give it my best. Whatever the best is that day. Some days, the best is going to be beyond anyone's expectations. And sometimes, a student's best is going to not be very much because they're dealing with something in their personal life or maybe something's going on with their friends or maybe they're just very tired because they didn't get a good sleep last night and their best is going to be less and that's okay but the key is is that they are doing their best the key is that they are coming in with a positive attitude the key is that they are dumping all of the negative all of the emotions all of the baggage that they are carrying with them and they're keeping it at the door and they're coming in and not affecting the math classroom with their negativity. They're not affecting the math classroom with their baggage and they're coming in and they're saying I have an hour with math with Mr. Duick and again it's not just my classroom put your name in if you're a teacher or put your subject area if you're a student and fill in the blank. But you're going to come into the classroom with a positive attitude, knowing that it's one hour. It's not for the rest of your life. It's one hour, and you're going to give it your best. And you see results, right? Students who are given their best are, are seeing results, not only in their grades, but also, I think, in, you know, the peace of mind that they are doing well. I think also in their confidence. I think also in just understanding that when they put in a full effort, when they give their best, that, you know, good things happen. And so that's something that we can teach the students as spring comes and as it gets tough, that it's not all doom and gloom, that we can, you know, just coast to the end and hope this happens quicker than we think. But to stop and to reflect and to say, hey, you did really well in February and March. It's now April and May and we're sensing uh, that we're sliding a bit. Let's not do that. And to set the expectations high, right? I've had to be a little bit more strict on on phones and distractions in my classroom because it's just natural that students are going to be more easily distracted in these spring and summer months. And so it's my responsibility as a teacher to set the standard. It's my responsibility as a teacher to say, no, we're not going to fall into that trap. We're going to stand firm. We're going to set the expectation. We're going to work hard because I know as the teacher to the students, I know that you are capable, right? Students need expectation to be uh, successful because um, students, a lot of them, 
strive off of expectation. If students don't know what the expectation is, well, then it's easy to fall into the trap of their cell phone or to skipping class or to taking the afternoon off or to not giving their best. But if you set the expectation high, the students know what to expect. The students know that they're coming into a high-functioning classroom. The students know that they're coming in and they're going to be told to work hard. They're going to be told to give their best. They're going to be told to give it their all. And so they come in with that mindset. They come in with that attitude. But if the attitude from the teacher is, oh, summer's coming, let's just sit and relax and not care, well, that's going to rub off on the students. And by June, you're going to have a classroom that doesn't care. You're going to have a classroom that has already checked out. You're going to have a classroom that's not willing to learn. And as teachers, I think that we don't want that, right? And I would hope that we don't want that. We want teaching to happen. We want learning to happen from start to finish. And I'm not saying that there aren't days where you, you know, change the lesson plan and maybe you make it a little bit easier. But overall, education needs to happen day in and day out in whatever mode that you are doing that given day. Some days it's a direct instruction. Other days it's an activity. Other days it's a work period. Other days it's an adventure. But whatever the learning is happening, to make sure that it's happening, right? To not give up too easy, right? And I think that's the challenge that teachers have right now is we have to fight the fight to make sure that kids continue to be engaged even in the spring fever, that students continue to come, continue to work, continue to give their best. And we need to fight that fight because it's worth it. If we don't fight the fight now, we're going to have no chance when we try and fight the fight in June. And so May is tough. It's been a tough couple of weeks for myself as a teacher because I'm fighting the fight of making sure that students are engaged, making sure that students are paying attention, making sure that students are off their phone, making sure that students are working hard when it's time to work, making sure that students are asking questions if they're unsure. All of these things that we somewhat naturally happen in February and March, we need to make sure that this is still happening in in April, May, June. And so I don't know, maybe you're listening and you're not a teacher, you're not a student, you know, you you might be a parent and, and you recognize this, that this happens with your child. Maybe you're just listening as someone who is intrigued by this podcast and intrigued in what I share, and and you might be experiencing it in your job as well, right? This is not just for teachers and students. I think this is something that occurs in all occupations, all careers, I, I might think that with teaching, it's a little bit more obvious just because we do have that end goal of having the summers off. Uh, but I think that everywhere, we're sensing that summer is coming. We're excited to go to the cabin. We're excited to have our holidays. We're excited to take our vacation time. We're excited to spend time with our family and with our friends. You know, for me, I love bike riding, so I'm excited for that. I I have a road trip planned this summer. I, I'm excited for that. I'm I'm excited to get time just to read and relax and to, you know, not have to be go, go, go every single day, but just to chill and to enjoy, you know, Manitoba summer. And so I think you might find yourself in the same situation. And I want to encourage you to, you know, fight the good fight, to stay being strong. We are able to give our best every single day, even when it's hard. And I think that having the right mindset, having the right attitude is going to allow for that. Don't give up too easily. Don't just fall into the trap. Don't 
give in to what other people are doing. If you have a task, if you have an assignment, if you have a deadline, get it done. Do it. And I guarantee you it's easier to do it now than it's going to be to do it later. It's going to be easier to do it now in May than it is going to be in June. And so continue to stay strong. Continue to do what you are assigned. Continue to do your best. And uh, in those moments when you when you have the time to relax and the moments when you have the time to enjoy uh, the spring and summer weather, uh, it's going to be way easier to do because you're not going to be worried about the the piece, the task, the assignment that you should have done earlier. You can relax and be content with where you are at. And so I hope that has been an encouragement to you. As we wrap up this episode, I want to thank all of the listeners who continue to come on each and every time to listen to these episodes. I have many who are faithful right to the current episode, and there's still many who are still exploring parts of season one and into season two and are getting into being a part of this community here as we come together and hopefully learn just a little bit about me and about my style and different thoughts that I have. I already am thinking about season three because season two is almost coming to an end. Believe it or not, only another month or so left and a couple more episodes to release before we stop for season two and we stop for the summer. We're going to take a break in the summertime and I'm excited for that as I get ideas and uh, research going for season three. Season three is going to start up in September and I'm super excited for all of the content that I have already been thinking about in my head and have talked to some of my peers and friends about and uh, we'll have some more guests on and I'm going to get a little bit I think more deep into the education world in terms of curriculum and assessment and things like that. So I'm super excited about that but Thanks for listening. Thanks for being awesome. And uh, we have another episode coming up in a couple of weeks. And uh, I hope that you will join me as we continue to talk about the ins and outs of an educator. Take care, everyone. See you next time.